Hey everybody, thanks for listening to Finance in a Flash this week as we start our new series titled Financial Planning Opportunities Amid Market Downturns. This episode, we go through risk and evaluating your risk tolerance as Chip and I discuss different opportunities to do so amid market downturns. Thanks for listening to this episode. We hope you enjoy it and let's get to it. All right. Welcome to Finance in a Flash. Today, uh, we're beginning a series on financial planning opportunities amid market downturns. Uh, You know, due to recent events with the COVID-19 and the economy kind of taking a hit and with that, the market as well, um, we think the best way to kind of start off this series is to evaluate your risk tolerance as it relates to your portfolio and its investments. And I guess, Chip, I want to pose a question to you to kind of start off uh, from a high level overview of what, you know, what's going on and that how, no, number one, how do you think about risk? And then yeah. two, the next question is like, how do you associate it with each client based on different circumstances um, as it pertains to that client? Yeah, so I think that I think about risk uh, a little differently than maybe uh, the vast majority of people think about it. I think that, you know, from from my standpoint, the the risk that I really see as being the most important risk is, you know, have you invested in such a way that is going to hurt uh, your ability to withdraw funds from your portfolio? Now, if you um, don't really need money for an extended period of time, then uh, you're you're in a different category than maybe someone who uh, is in the distribution phase and retirees, pre-retirees, and that sort of thing. Yeah, so... um so let's, I guess, kind of um, rewind a little bit to a couple months ago um, where I think from February 19th to March 23rd, the S&P 500 was down 34%. You know, Yahoo Finance, you know, CNBC were putting out articles. You know, we could see the S&P fall more than 50%, the Dow below 15,000, um, and kind of put yourself in that mindset of, okay, a lot of people thought that there's no way we can recover from this. And, you know, we had, you know, there's some people out there who thought, well, you know, we're going to be good. We're investing for the long term. But then there's a, a large section that their view was very negative and they wanted to sell to cash. So what right. would your response be to someone who, you know, was kind of freaking out, all this was going on, felt like the world was crashing, and I guess to kind of talk them out of selling to cash? Yeah, well, it was brutal. I mean, you know, th- listening to you kind of go through that, I, I have to say that, uh, you know, it was a brutal period of yeah. time. No one um could possibly have expected to have uh, something like this happen. And really, literally, within a matter of a couple of weeks, our worlds had been flipped upside down. And so, you know, whenever you have a circumstance like that, if you look back through history, then you're you're always going to see these um, uh, huge market swings. And, you know, uh, people were worried. And so, you know, whenever whenever they're worried like that, you know, to me, I, I always try to think of about let's keep it into perspective. Like, you know, what is it that, uh, 
you know, what, what is it, which direction are you going to go? Um, are you going to, um, you know, uh, secure a, a loss by selling, or are you going to hang on and kind of, um, uh, you know, ride it out? And to me, when a person is, is going through, uh, these emotions of, you know, basically fight or flight, uh, to me, I'm, I'm going to be the one who says, okay, well, let's put things into perspective. Um, is your lifestyle going to be impacted by a market decline? If, Probably not if you have a portfolio that's allocated, that's custom uh, to your your needs. Um, the expectation is that you should have a certain amount of on-deck money that you can use uh, to wait out a market decline. So you should have a, a liquidity bucket um, in that case. For some people, if they're in the accumulation mode, that may be your emergency fund. And, um, you know, so you always need to think about that first. But then if you're, if you're in the distribution phase, you're going to have a pretty large bucket uh, that's really allocated towards shorter term liquidity needs. And I'll remind people of that. You know, on top of that, you know, I'm going to remind them that their portfolio is not the market. Yeah. The, the market is what is, you know, that's the, the numbers that you kind of spouted out. The S&P was down 34%. The Dow falled, uh, went below 18,000, yeah. I believe, from a high of 29. So that's a quite a decline in a short period of time. But if you're in this category of individual who is a, has the expectation that we're going to need uh, withdrawals from a portfolio, your portfolio should not be invested in all equities. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, you should have bonds, you should have cash, you should have a diversified portfolio of equities, you know, so, um, you know, your portfolio is not the market. And if you look through that period of time, I can tell you that bonds, um, performed actually pretty well, especially relative to stocks. And so that they serve their purpose this time. You know, it wasn't exactly like that back in 2008 in the Great Recession. I mean, bonds took a little bit of a hit too, uh, just due to uh, the possibility of some illiquidity issues. But, you know, we didn't see that this time. So um, they actually serve their purpose. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a good point where you said the portfolio, your portfolio is not the market because, you know, a lot of people who watch CNBC, Mad Money, you know, Kramer, all that stuff on TV and read the headlines, they think the world is crashing where, you know, in a 60-40 portfolio, the market was down 34%, but their account might have been down, you know, 18 to 20%. Yeah, absolutely. And so I think that's, yeah, a good, that's a good point there. And the other thing is to understand how media makes money. Yeah. I mean, you know, you, uh, very rarely are you, if a headline that says, you know, um, expert says hold steady, all's good. I mean, that's not going to generate clicks. And that's kind of how the, the media is structured from the, their business model structured that way. So it's really, you know, let's create this, you know, expert says markets, uh, this is only the beginning, you know, uh, expect the largest uh, decline in GDP in America's history. You know, that's what's going to, to create clicks. And so they have to sensationalize it a little bit. And, and I know that you and I had this discussion while it was all going, uh, this was all happening to, you know, kind of journal that, look at the headlines, uh, create a folder or file that shows you that so that we can reflect back on that at some point in the future and kind of realize that this isn't, uh, this happens from time to time. It's just the normal uh, element of being 
being an investor, um, it just, it's going to happen yeah. again. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. And I kind of want to bring it back to, I guess, um, the initial topic or question that I posed. Um, so I guess based on, you know, look at this, looking at this as an opportunity based on the recent market downturn, like I said, it was down 34% since then, you know, it's recouped a lot of those gains, but how can we use that to evaluate our, you know, personal risk tolerance? You know, say I have a 60-40 portfolio and I really freaked out when the market was down. You know, a lot of people have clients, we do as well, fill out a risk tolerance questionnaire. And I believe that your response to the questionnaire is going to differ when in 2019, the market was up, you know, 31%. And then in a four week span, it was down 34% this year in 2020. Um, so would you, I guess, two questions. One, would you, if I had a 60, 40 portfolio, would you adjust, think about adjusting someone's risk tolerance if they reactive super, super, super negatively to the market decline? Um, and then two, if not, like, how would you, I guess, kind of, evaluate your asset allocation based on your reaction to the market? Yeah, that, and that's a good question. And to me, that goes back to the plan. Yeah. So for all of our clients, and you know this, you know, we're looking at, okay, what type of uh, returns are required to get yeah. clients to their investment goals? And if the answer to that question is, hey, this person needs uh, no return. Basically, if they get money market returns uh, for their remainder of their life, then to me, that's a discussion you have with the client and say, hey, you can afford to not take any risk. And we're all we're behind that. Uh, but, you know, his history has kind of shown that, you know, your returns are going to be um, uh, very limited when it comes to to that. And does that is that an issue with you? Because some people really are in the back of their mind thinking legacy and yeah. kids and or charities or whatever. And um, but they do hate to see that variability. But I would have that discussion with them. And if the answer to those questions are, you know what, uh, I, I, I really don't feel like I need to take that risk, then uh, heck, yeah, I mean, we we would think through making that adjustment. But for the vast majority of people, you know, they're not going to need to uh, to make that adjustment. They don't really need the money. Uh, and, you know, longer term, I think that if you look past uh, days, weeks and months, then uh, the longer term time horizon, you know, uh, the variability and the, the, the volatility of your portfolio is going to is going to greatly diminish. And so if you have the uh, um, if you can afford to wait it out, then then my recommendation is, hey, we don't need this money. Let's wait it out. Uh, stocks are going to perform better than bonds or cash, especially, especially in this interest rate environment. You know, let's let's wait it out. You've got a diversified portfolio. There's there's no reason to uh, be worried at this point. Yeah. Nick, it's also notable that we spend an awful lot of time on the front end trying to manage expectations with what might happen under different portfolio scenarios. So, you know, and we want our goal is to kind of select a portfolio that is going to meet a client's investment return objectives but also minimize risk as much as we can. But we do a lot of work on the front end, just playing out different scenarios and, and thinking that through how clients might respond. 
Yeah, no, it's it's definitely important to manage the expectations at first. You know, when whenever you see, so whenever we do see a big decline, you know, the thirty four percent in a matter of three to four weeks, we don't experience those big those big freakouts. You know, it's kind of like if you have the foresight. I don't think anyone necessarily thought that the market was going to go down like this, or you know, we were going to be facing a, a pandemic. But I feel like those conversations should definitely be had to begin with that, you know, there could be times when your portfolio could be down a large amount. And are you okay with that? And I feel like if we had those expectations to begin with, once it actually does happen, because it's going to go down again, it's going to go up again. That's just how it works. But once it does go down again, that we are able to kind of, you know, reflect on we've been here before it's been fine and it's going you know if we just stay true to our investment philosophy it's going to continue to be you know hold true the market's going to hold true in the long run yeah that's a good point i I think that as advisors our job is to empower our clients to be able to have a certain amount of uh, acceptance during that time and to have confidence that, okay, your portfolio is positioned in a way that's customized exactly to your specifications and it's going to meet your needs um, at a high probability of uh, market environments. And so, you know, I think that's that's part of our job and, and hopefully, hopefully uh, clients will uh, feel that as they continue to work with us and as we go through these other uh, experiences and market turbulence again. Yep, exactly. And as we do those market turbulences in the future, a big thought and a big point here is that the point you made earlier that we need to tune out the media because that's what it's going to be pushing, you know, all the time. If we can keep a level head throughout you know, the investment cycle, the investment process, it is going to be beneficial to everyone. And that's what we're going to kind of move transitioning to in the next episode in this series. Um, We're going to kind of talk about market timing and not reacting to events in the market because it does have a negative impact almost every way you look at it. And um, we're going to be hopping into that next week. And is there anything you wanted to add, Chip, as we wrap up here on, um, you know, reevaluating your risk tolerance when we do experience market downturns. No, I think that's great. And uh, looking forward to the next uh, next episode in this series and hopefully it'll be beneficial. Yep, I think so too. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening to Finance in a Flash and we will see you next time. Thank you.